you're listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Aquarius season in 2020. My name is Renee. I'm an artist, an astrologer, and a somatic intuitive. In these audio horoscopes, I'll outline what I perceive as the main areas of focus for each sign in the month ahead and give you creative, embodied, and practical suggestions for working with this season's biggest opportunities and challenges. Remember that horoscopes describe general energies and it's up to you to get specific. Listen with your intuition on and your mind open. Take what works, leave the rest. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you what your sign is. It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign is determined by the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. To learn more about what's coming up in the next 30 days and the major themes of 2020 in general, make sure to listen to Freedom from the Known, the Embodied Astrology episode for Aquarius season. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. If you'd like to learn more about astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can scribe... If you'd like to learn more about astrology, check out my subscriber offerings. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month and receive access to an extended monthly forecast and printable astro journal that gives you detailed day-by-day breakdowns of the planetary aspects and lunar cycles and suggestions for how to work effectively with their energy. Subscribers also get discounts on year-ahead birthday reports, online classes, live events, and Embodied Astrology Basics handbooks. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. I know how helpful astrology can be for making sense out of the world, and it's important to me to keep this work financially accessible, especially during these crazy times in the world. If this work benefits you in your life, please support me to continue making it. You can make a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going, and side note, recurring monthly donations get you access to the awesome subscriber content. The number one way you can support this work is to share it. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify, and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Embodied Astrology. Thank you so much for your support. I truly, truly appreciate it. I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message, and I will be right back with your horoscope. Welcome to Aquarius season. Aquarius season looks pretty exciting to me. It seems like we are really reaching the beginning of a new chapter, a lot of us. And um, if you have been listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for the last couple months or the last couple years, um, or checking in with your horoscopes elsewhere, you're probably well aware that there has been a long process at work, and this process has been hugely transformative, deeply important, and also really hard, really uncomfortable for a lot of this time. And this time has been the last 10 years, 10 years plus. Um, and for you specifically, it has a lot to do with relationship. 
So the challenges that you've been meeting in relationships have been really asking you to do some intense work on yourself. Um, how you negotiate boundaries, how you negotiate agreements, what expectations you have for relationships, what expectations you have for yourself and the kind of beliefs that you have around yourself um, as they come up in relationships and really shape the ways that you interact and agree to interact with people. This is, is all the, the material that has been getting pulled up and transformed. And over the course of the last month, I think there has been some kind of um, clarification or reckoning moment. And this this feeling is that you've kind of reached the end of a phase. There may have been an awareness process that you've been in that culminates in a space of consciousness that feels like it's more clear than it has been in the last number of years. Um, the way that I imagine it is probably lessons have been coming in for a while now and you you know, maybe feel like you're doing one step forwards, two steps back, you're starting to learn things, but then putting them into practice is its own story. And very recently, you um, have come into a place where you're done with the old pattern. You're truly done with it. And you are now really ready to move into the new pattern. And that's what I see Aquarius season being about for you, is understanding what the new pattern is in relationships and in intimacies and in shared spaces. And you're going to start to put um, some of this new pattern into practice. Now, I do want to say that there's still awkwardness. There's still a feeling of trying it out. And you definitely want to give yourself a lot of patience with that because that's really the name of the game for the entire year of 2020 is trying it out. Try doing a different thing. And if things don't always feel like they're absolutely different or you're totally into the new cycle, really try and continue to pay attention to where you are changing, where you have changed, and where you are putting into practice this new way of being. So what's this new way of being about? Um, it's about having some more clarity and an objective viewpoint on um, your interactions with people in a more subtle level. So it's like you've moved past the superficial idea of what relationships are, this um, imposition from the outside, the external form of what the relationship is. Um, maybe you've been you know, attracted to people for certain reasons, or you had a picture in your mind of what your perfect relationships should look like. And what you're coming to understand is that it's much more about the substance of something. And what you're looking for is is going to be felt. It's um, more of a subtle awareness or vibration. And it can't be something that you um, know from the outside. It has to be lived into from the inside. Now, I do want to just take a moment and pause and clarify when I'm talking about relationships. I'm talking about all kinds of relationships. But Specifically, I'm talking about you in partnership with other people. And partnership can definitely be romantic, it can be spousal partners, it can also be um, other kinds of life partners, platonic friends, people that you definitely want to continue your, you know, 
um, relationship with and in some kind of capacity for a long time. And you have to figure out how to do that. So we can also include business partners, we can include collaborators, um, we can include people that maybe you don't even get along with that well, or don't even like that well, but for whatever reason, you have to get along with them, you have to figure out how to find a middle ground. And what your understanding has, I, I think, quite a lot to do with your um, it's like your self-presence and the ability that you have to trust your own intuition and trust your knowing. And when something feels off, to recognize and trust that feeling that you're getting. And so the foundation of this has to do with self-worth and self-love, the ability to trust yourself and trust the feelings that you're having. But where it's really manifesting is in the in-between spaces in your relationships. So these spaces are where, um, you know, relationships are complex and the stuff that comes up in relationships when we get into like weird, funky spaces with people, um, has, so many intertwinings and enmeshments with all kinds of things. So when you get into a weird funky space with someone, probably a fair amount of, you know, everybody's baggage is coming up, childhood issues, past experiences. There's also different programming, different wiring that people have around their expectations and their preferences. And all of that stuff is unspoken. It might be something that feels very natural to a person on their own, but then when it comes into relationship, everything kind of collides in the middle and you figure out where there are misalignments or you figure out where there are, um, you know, booby traps kind of. And so it's this place, it's in this kind of space that you're really going to start to do something different. Because like I said, you're no longer fixated on the external form of the relationship. You are much more interested in the depth and the content of the relationship and you are, you're ready, you're able, and, um, you have the tools now to work in these more subtle spaces and these subtle layers. So it looks to me like that's what Aquarius season um, is about. These are the big themes. And these are also the themes that you're looking at um, in large part as you move into 2020. So Aquarius season extends, of course, between January 20th and February 18th. And within Aquarius season, there are a couple of things that are happening. One of the notable things happening is that Mercury begins its retrograde cycle. Mercury is retrograde three times per year. And um, in this first cycle, Mercury will be retrograde mostly in the sign of Pisces. Mercury retrograde is a symbol of the mind turning back in on itself and our mental activities and communications tend to um, become more reflective, retrospective at this time. And it's not as easy to make kind of clear, logical sense uh, out of our minds and out of our communications. So this is part of why we get the warnings, you know, be careful with your communications. Don't sign contracts. You might not be looking at the right thing. You might not have the information that you need. You may be in a process of um, researching something and not totally ready or clear with the direct path. Mercury begins its retrograde phase on 
February 3rd, and this is when it enters what's called the shadow period. The shadow phase is um, when Mercury is traversing the part of the sky in direct motion that it will then have to return back to once it turns retrograde. So that begins February 3rd. Then on March 5th, Mercury will station retrograde and it will travel retrograde until March 16th. And then from the 16th to March 30th, Mercury will finish up with the second shadow period. And so that's that re-traversing of the terrain that it traveled back to in the retrograde. So think of the entire period of time, February 3rd until March 16th, as a period of time where you really want to be um, curious about what's happening for you. Let this be a retrospective and reflective moment. Let it be a time when you give yourself and a lot of others leniency and you try and build it into your expectations that there might need to be repeats. There might need to be renegotiations or revisions. This is especially important for you because of where Mercury is traveling in your chart and the meaning of this part of your chart that has a lot to do with your path, with your with the meaning that you're making for your life in the world. Now, if you are a person who is involved with um, higher level academics, if you're in college or graduate school, if you're a teacher in one of these institutions or a student, um, or if you're involved in some kind of um, educational process, then this, this retrograde is particularly important for you. And the message that I'm getting is that you are um, kind of needing to feel into the process that you're in. You probably want to give yourself the entire retrograde to have some kind of, um, it's like a, a you're figuring out your feelings about something. There may be some confusion or um, uncertainty about which way you're moving towards, or there may just be dispersed energy, even if it's not feeling um, confusing or negative. It could feel very creative, really inspired, but still dispersed. So if you're if you're putting something into form, I want to ask you to give yourself a lot of um, generosity and patience between uh, February 3rd and the 16th of March, but even moving into April to let Mercury get out of Pisces because Pisces is a place that can be kind of cloudy um, and dispersed all of the time. And when Mercury is there, our minds are really well attuned to creative processes, to intuition, to more subtle energies like psychic energies or empathic impressions. They're not doing such a great job at logical, linear, straightforward thinking. So if you can spend this period in a creative, intuitive space, connecting to more um, spiritual or sacred energy, that is awesome. That is the way to use it. And otherwise, patience with yourself and patience with the world around you. Uh, February 7th through March 16th, the planet Venus will transit the sign Aries. Wherever Venus travels, it's bringing love and magnetism and abundance. It's an attractive force. And lucky for you, Aries is uh, the ruler of your um, kind of career sector. This is the part of the chart that has a lot to do with what you are putting out into the world. So if you think about what do you want to be when you grow up? It's these kinds of ideas. That's not necessarily a job description. It could be more of a quality that you want to embody and emanate into the world. But here we have ideas of your public image and the way that you project yourself out into um, the world in general. So when we think of you, um, this is what we know you as. Now, Aries is a sign that's very self-determined and self-directed. You really need to honor your own impulse. And Venus traveling through this part of your chart 
chart gives you a lot of support to do that. So with Venus's transit through Aries, again, February 17th through March 16th, you really want to indulge um, your desires to have an adventure, to prove yourself, to do things that are hard. And when you put yourself out, when you take a risk to let people see you, you get rewarded especially when you have, um, you know, anything that you're working on or any efforts that you've been making that really feel like they're yours. It's like you're, you're proving something in the world. You're showing something in the world and you want to just let any confidence that you have kind of rest in your center and expand. Um, so this is definitely a great transit for believing in yourself and believing in what you're offering and letting that flow out. And the more that um, people see you and they experience you in your power and in your enjoyment, um, the more that they appreciate you and want to give you help and support. From February 16th through March 31st, the planet Mars will transit Capricorn. Now, at the beginning of the horoscope, when I was talking about this transformative process you've been in with your relationships, um, Capricorn is the place where all this has been happening. So Mars's transit through this part of your chart is bringing power, it's bringing force, it's bringing heat, it's bringing passion, and it could potentially be bringing aggression or conflict. So this is a time when you definitely want to be aware of the types of relationships that are coming into your life, where they are meeting um, this kind of new awareness that I've been talking about, that you've been cultivating, and where they are exhibiting the old patterns. And I'm saying they, but this definitely also means you and how you are relating with people. Um, with Mars, you are given uh, some, some oomph. You're given some drive to really clarify for yourself what you want and what you will um, agree to. So use Mars's energy as it, as it transits through Capricorn to be very clear about your boundaries, be very clear about your desires, and let that energy motivate you to seek out and embody um, the kinds of relationships and the way that you want to be in relationships. A couple of important lunations throughout the month. There will be a new moon on January 24th. This new moon occurs at four degrees of Aquarius. Um, Aquarius is this new idea that you're forming, this, this new sense of awareness in the subtle energies in your intimate and vulnerable exchanges. So around the new moon, this is a great time to set intentions for the next 12 months from this new moon until next year's new moon in Aquarius. What do you want to call? cultivate in terms of your awareness of this more subtle plane and shared space. Um, this new moon is bringing some breakthrough energy with it. There may be some frustration leading up to the new moon and trust that the frustration is productive. It's helpful to kind of sometimes get really squeezed. It is what then allows us to actually make a shift. On February 8th and 9th, um, depending on your time zone, we've got the full moon at 20 degrees of Leo. The full moon is always in opposition between the sun and the moon. So the sun will be at 20 Aquarius, the moon at 20 Leo. Check your natal chart if you have planets or points close to these lunations. Again, four degrees of Aquarius for the new moon, 20 degrees of Leo or Aquarius for the full moon. Then those planets and points are specifically um, kind of pointed to with the energies of these lunations. The full moon is bringing a lot of creative energy forward, a lot of support for you to be expressed 
expressing yourself authentically and with excitement. This full moon wants you to embrace your self-esteem, be confident, be courageous, and be seen. So let yourself um, kind of come out. We want to see you. Um, all right, so make sure you check in with Embodied Astrology on Instagram at Embodied Astrology or check your inboxes for my free newsletter. I'll be sending out lunar attunements with the new moon and the full moon. And you can always follow me on social media for um, regular posts throughout the week uh, musing about astrology. I hope this horoscope is helpful for you, friend, and I'm wishing you all the best in Aquarius season and beyond. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.